Oh, my God. 
minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Tuesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Shell 
Gitano bisimcho, 
נתבשר בסוירוי ואתה צדיק, 
אתה צדיק, אתה צדיק, על כל הבא. Okay. 
J.M. in the A.M. That is brand new from our amazing friend, Sandy Shmueli. He is incredible. Uh, it's called Atat Sadiq off of the album Anish Shar. It's brand new Sandy here at J.M. I think Sandy's spending his Rosh Chodesh Elul in Israel, if I've read his text to me correctly. <laughs> I believe so. Uh, before that, Ohad with Sorot Tovot. You heard Mordechai Shapiro and Tzachar Mitzvah. Itchani and Kapara, that's Avremel, of course. Yaakov Shweki, Tzachayim Shol Shalom. I heard Ohad do that last excuse me, last night at the Klein wedding. Just amazing. Did he do a great job on that song? Wow. And uh, Regesh Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. It's Tuesday on this August 22nd, day 30 in the month of Av. The year 5777. By the way... I neglected yesterday to wish a uh, Mazel Tov and happy birthday to my dear mother-in-law. That's right, Mrs. Weintraub celebrating her uh, her birthday this past Sunday. We wish her a very special Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. It's Rosh Chodesh, everybody. Rosh Chodesh Elul. We'll start blowing show for tomorrow. We'll start saying L'Dabar Hashem Ori tonight in the Ashkenazi community, or those who at least Davin Nusach Ashkenaz. That'll start tonight. We'll start to uh, say Slichot in the Sephardi community this coming Thursday and Slichot in the Ashkenazic community. If I have my... Uh, <laughs> I was up too late to figure this one out, but let's see if I can do it. Uh, the Ashkenazic community, according to my estimation. I think Siri just turned on when I said Ashkenazi. Um, in the Ashkenazic community, according to my estimation, it'll be Sunday morning, the 17th of September. Sunday morning, the 17th of September, would be the first uh, day of uh, Slichot, according to my calculation. Uh, it's Tuesday with 74 degrees, 92% humidity, wind south at 4. The eclipse is behind us, partly cloudy with a high temperature of 92. Tonight, thunderstorms late with a low of 75. Tomorrow morning, showers with a high on Wednesday, 81 degrees. Wow, big drop. Uh, right now, Yerushalayim is at 81. We're at 74 here in uh, New York City as we say good morning at JM the AM. Reminder, the Brooklyn Cyclones, they do Jewish Heritage Night better than anybody, and Jewish Heritage Night is coming up this um, this Thursday. Go to brooklyncyclones.com, brooklyncyclones.com. This Thursday is Jewish Heritage Night. Uh, we're giving away a final four-pack of tickets tomorrow during JM the AM, so that should be pretty cool. So get ready for that. And uh, today is a big day as usual on our network here at um, the Nachum Siegel Network during JM Rewind right after JM in the AM, starting at uh, 9 a.m., a uh, rewind, a uh, an encore presentation of the star visit to JM in the AM. Yes, yeah, star was here at JM in the AM, you may recall. We'll uh, replay that for you during JM Rewind coming up uh, this morning, later on this morning, right after JM and the AM. It's all coming up here at the Nachum Siegel Network. 25 minutes before 7 o'clock. Good morning, all. Eitan Freilach at JM and the AM. I'm 
Hallelujah. 
Rosh Chodesh Morning. Inspire Me comes from Moshe Hecht. Shlomo Kalbach, words from Hallel with Zehayom. We heard Pitchuli, also from our Hallel service. That's from Shomayim in more ways than one. Shlomo Simcha with Hine Kel. You heard Hallelujah done by the Weinrib brothers. Eitan Freilach opened up the set with Hamalach. Earlier we played the brand new Sandy Shmueli. We'll have brand new, uh, more brand new music from Sandy later on. On this very first day of Rosh Chodesh, you are listening to America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachumSegal.com, on the NachumSegal Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Golly, it's on the background on this Rosh Chodesh morning with 74 degrees, partly cloudy weather and a high temperature of 92. Thunderstorms later on with a low 75, and tomorrow morning showers and a high of 81 degrees. Yerushalayim, coincidentally, at 81 on this post-eclipse Tuesday, 74 here in New York City as we say good morning at JM in the AM. Brooklyn Cyclones, you know what's going on. Their Jewish Heritage Night is this coming Thursday. Go to brooklyncyclones.com, brooklyncyclones.com, and take advantage of their amazing special. And an incredible package for this coming Thursday night. A great night for the kids and the entire family. Galitzal in the background. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Tuesday follows next. We say Boker Tov and Chodesh Tov from JM in the AM. ראש הממשלה נתניהו מבקש מבית המשפט העליון לקיים דיון נוסף בהחלטה למסור את מועדי שיחותיו עם ראשי ישראל היום. כתובתנו דור מימון. בשל סירובה של המדינה להגיש את הבקשה בשם נתניהו, ראש הממשלה שכר עורך דין פרטי לעניין. בפתח הבקשה הוא מציין שיקיים את פסק הדין ויחשוף את מועדי השיחות עם ראשי ישראל היום, אדלסון ועמוס רגב, אולם מטרת הבקשה לקיים דיון מורחב בהשלכות הרחבות לדבריו של חוק חופש המידע על הפרטיות. מחאת האנכים, גם היום המפגינים ממשיכים לחסום לסירוגין את כביש מספר 4 הסמוך לאור עקיבא. כתבנו ניר שוויד. בתיאום עם המשטרה, החסימה תתקיים פעם בשעתיים במשך עשרים דקות, בדומה לאופי ההפגנה אתמול, שהתקיימה גם היא בכביש ארבע באזור אור עקיבא. החסימה הבאה תחל בדקות הקרובות ומומלץ להשתמש בדרכים חלופיות. המחאה מתקיימת כחלק ממאבק ארגוני הנכים להעלות את קצבת הנכות ולהשוות אותה לשכר המינימום. 
הולכת רגל כבת 40 נהרגה לפני זמן קצר מפגיעת משאית בכביש 85, סמוך לצומת חלפתא שבצפון. צוות מד"א קבע את מותה של האישה בזירה. הנהלת חיפה כימיקלים הודיעה ל-400 העובדים שהמפעל בצפון הארץ ייסגר ושבמאות עובדים יאבדו את פרנסתם. כתבנו בחיפה, קובי מנדל. עובדי חיפה כימיקלים שבמפרץ חיפה כונסו בצהריים על ידי הוועד כדי לקבל פרטים על הודעת ההנהלה שהחל מיום ראשון יחל הליך הפיטורים. ההנהלה מאשימה בהודעתה את ראש עיריית חיפה יונה יהב באחריות לסגירת המפעל וזאת בשל התנגדותו לפתרון באמצעות אוניית צפה ובה אמוניה שתסופק למפעל. עיריית חיפה משיבה מצידה כי מדובר בהמשך התנהלות כוחנית של ההנהלה ושימוש בעובדים כדי להפעיל לחץ על הממשלה. תושב יהודה ושומרון שפרץ מחסום משטרתי נעצר בתום מרדף, כתבנו רמי שני. רכב שהיה במעקב פרץ אמש מחסום משטרתי ודהר לשטח ישראל. הנהג נמלט רגלית כשהבחין במרדף משטרתי אחריו, הוא נתפס באזור תל ערד. ברכב נמצא רובה M16 טעון במחסנית מלאה. האיש תושב חברון טען כי קיבל 500 שקלים כדי להעביר את הרכב לישראל. היום תבקש המשטרה להאריך את מעצרו בבית משפט השלום בבאר שבע. למעלה ממאה עולים חדשים מאוקראינה נחתו היום בנתב"ג, כתבתנו שיר עזרף, מוסרת שתשעה מהם יעלו בעוד כשבועיים לכיתה א'. נו, אז בהצלחה בארצנו, וברוכים הבאים הביתה. התחזית, מגמת ההתחממות תגיע לשיאה בסוף השבוע עם שרב. אלה החדשות שעורך דן דובין.
Jesse Green and Company from Yiddish Nachas here at JMM Tuesday morning. Rosh Chodesh Elul. Good morning, all. Thank you for joining us. Told you about the Brooklyn Cyclones. Tomorrow we will uh, have um, our final family four pack of tickets. Have that for you here at JMM. 
Uh, Cyclones are presenting Jewish Heritage Night this coming Thursday night, 7 p.m. at MCU Park in Brooklyn, New York. You're all invited to come and enjoy and be part of all the action. It's always fun, always great to um, enjoy the wonderful sights and sounds of the ballpark and uh, have the uh, nice Jewish music concert and all the other different things that they do that they do with the Cyclones to make us really comfortable. Uh, so check that out for this coming Thursday night. Go to brooklyncyclones.com. Again, go to brooklyncyclones.com for all the information. JM and the AM, uh, 11 minutes after the hour. Avi Peretz is out with a brand new album. Uh, we've heard uh, we've heard a couple of songs off of it already. This is one that has just uh, grabbed me completely, maybe because of its topic, its theme, Yerushalayim. Harim Saviv off the brand new Avi Peretz album entitled Kamo Ash. You're listening to JM and the AM. Yeah. <laughs> 
A couple of brand new ones from Sandy Shmueli's brand new album ent- entitled uh, Anishar. You heard Sandy with Al Naharot, and you heard Sandy with Adon Olam. Before that, Baruch Levine's Modim. Avi Peretz had that brand new Harim Saviv, beautiful song about Yerushalayim here at JM in the AM. Tuesday morning, Rosh Chodesh, Elo morning, all the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh, including Yalav Yavo and um, Half Hallel, special Torah reading. Mosaf Barchinafshi, whatever your custom uh, calls for on a Rosh Chodesh morning. We'll start saying L'David Hashem Ori tonight in the Ashkenazic or Nusach Ashkenaz community. Start blowing shofar tomorrow morning, I believe everywhere. 
And uh, Thursday, our Sephardic friends begin Slichos as we get closer and closer to the brand new year. Tuesday morning broadcast, it's JM in the AM. Everybody, David Goldwasser's words, Zechanishmas Harav Zevin of Alevi. And Zechanishmas Esther Basarbios of Alevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. During this Chodesh, during this month, we try our utmost to do tshuva, to repent, and to come closer to Hashem. It says that if an individual does the right thing in this world, if a person moves towards Hashem, then the entire creation was created for man. However, if a person does not do that, if an individual does not have any upward striving during his life, then it says that even the lowly mosquito came before a person. The great Ravachtvogel, Zechot Tzadik Levrocha, the former mashkiach of the Lakewood Yeshiva, asked a very interesting question. It would seem as though, if you take a look at this madrash, it would seem that either you made it, or you didn't. That there's only two options in life. Either a person goes to the highest, or they go to the lowest. When in truth, we're all familiar with the Rambam in Hilchus Tshuva, in the laws of repentance, the Rambam says, there's a tzaddik, completely righteous, there's a benoni, there's the person that is in the middle, and then there's the rasha, there's the individual that has corrupted his way in this world. We see there are three. Indeed, we learn that there are many madregos, many levels that a person could get to. So what does the medrash mean? Either they say the whole world was created for you, or the lowly mosquito came before you. Rav Vogel says a very interesting yesod, a fundamental concept for us to live our lives with. When it comes to madregos, when it comes to levels, we're all on different levels. Each one of us, every one of us strives every day. We try to be the best that we can. And therefore, each of us, maybe one is a little bit more careful than the other in one area. Maybe another individual puts a little bit more into the mitzvah. So we're all on different madregos. There are thousands. However, when it comes to she'ifos, our dreams, our desires, our goals, there are only two. Either a person wants to get to the very highest level that they can. Either a person has constant upward striving toward shamayim. Or it's the opposite. A person doesn't care. They threw the towel in long ago. All they're interested in is living the good life. That person is going down. So when it comes to dreams in life, it's either the person dreams big, the person looks toward the stars, or they have no dreams at all. During Elul, it is the month of dreaming. It's the month of upward striving. It's the month that you and I can accomplish our goal to get closer to Hashem. And in that merit, may we and all of Klai Yisrael together have a life in the year ahead of bracha v'hatzlacha, blessing and success in all things that we do, beruchnius v'begashmius, spiritually and materially. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, Bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Jam in the AM Tuesday on this Rosh Chodesh Elul. Good morning, everybody, and I good Chodesh to everyone. 
Rachel Conan is visiting us uh, via telephone from Israel. She and her sister Malki were featured in a MADA video recently. They are MADA volunteers, MADA meaning Magain David Adom. Uh, they are Olim from Teaneck, New Jersey. Rachel Conan, welcome to JM in the AM. Thank you, Nachum. I would bet you've heard this show before, right? Of course. <laughs> Thank you for that. Your family's amazing, and they're great uh, yeah. enthusiastic listeners, and it's much appreciated. So, t- so tell me the story. How long ago did you guys make Aliyah? So we came when I was 10 in 2008. Uh, we came on a pilot trip. We wanted to check it out. And at the end of the year, we had a vote to see if we should stay. And that year, we made Aliyah. So you finish elementary school and high school in Israel, obviously, and then yeah. then then the path takes you where? Once you graduate high school, what happens? After I graduated high school, I started national service um, in a paramedics course. It's a year of learning, and then two years on the ambulances. All right, and now is when you're in that two year piece to the program. So I'm starting right now. This upcoming year, I'm starting the two years. Have you had any experience yet in terms of you know being out there in the field? Well, yeah, in Israel, as um, as a high school student, you can go on the ambulance as a first responder. So I did that. And what is that experience like? And by the way, we should mention your younger sister. She's younger, right? She's she's on the same track as you when it comes to this, right? Yeah, Malki, she's 18. She's with me. Right. Um, so what happens? I mean, you go on these calls. I assume you have no idea what's going to happen next, so to speak, right? Uh, yeah, well, we get like a visa with what we're supposedly going to. Um, and then we get the car accidents, breathing problems, heart problems, stabbing. Uh, you learn a lot. <laughs> it runs the whole gamut, huh? Um, so how would you describe this experience? And, I mean, I would guess at this point, if you moved to Israel at the age of 10, the fact that you're, you know, first an American or you were first, you know, an English speaker primarily, I guess that really has no effect on you guys at this point. Um, making Aliyah? No, meaning that, you know, normally we'd say, you know, an American kid going into Mada, maybe there's a language barrier, etc. You have none of that. Oh, well, since I've been here since I'm 10, I yeah. learned the language, but... You know, it's harder when you're older, so my parents really made the big sacrifice coming here. It's much mm-hmm. harder for them to learn about the whole culture, the language, the bank system. Is this coming year going to be much different for you, meaning more time on the ambulance or, you know, schedule-wise schedule in terms of being on calls, etc.? Uh, one shift a day, they're eight-hour shifts. Um, should be the same. Overnight sometimes? Yeah, they're overnight shifts. Um... Is this common for 19 and 18-year-old women to be in this type of uh, pursuit in Israel? Do you have many colleagues, or this is a rarity? Well, yeah, in Israel, when, when you finish high school, you go do your service. You go to the Army, you get a gun. Um, I see that as a big difference between Israel and America, whereas 18-year-olds in America, they're going, uh, thinking about their own future, thinking about what they want to learn, where they want to go to college, whereas in Israel, you go and go to the Army and you learn about giving and much more responsibility. Oh, I get that, and we admire you for that. But my question is more about the the actual work with Magain David Adom. Do you have a lot of 18- and 19-year-old female colleagues with you doing the same thing? Well, that's something that I actually want to change. There's not a lot of women here. Mm, interesting. Uh, have you had pushback or you know any type of reaction to the fact that you're young and a woman? Definitely. Really? Yes. Wow, that's, nice. that's interesting to know, I should say. Wow. 
Uh, Malky, uh, uh, Rachel Conan is with us. Malky's her sister. They're 19 and 18 years old, respectively. Magain David Adom is their focus as they uh, now really step up their service in Israel. Um, tell me about this video. Did you have any clue that you guys would be featured in this? <laughs> well, um, yeah, MADA gets most of its funding from um, donations from Jews of America and Europe. Right. So, uh, yeah. So when they found articulate English speakers like yourselves? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was it, huh? They, they were set with exactly what they needed. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it makes perfect sense. Where are you guys living in Israel? Uh, we live in a fry. You've heard about the uh, most recent Nefesh Benefesh flight, all the lone soldiers and uh, all the excitement and the incredible number of uh, of people from all around North America who keep coming each and every summer, and obviously all through the year, but the summer, of course, is the you know the big time of year. Yeah, I saw, I saw a lot of pictures on Facebook. Pretty exciting, I'll tell you. You guys are really... You, you get it in terms of Israel being the future of the Jewish people, and it's remarkable to see how the youth are leading us in this department. Uh, well, uh, f- first of all, we hope that we never need your services. That's number one. <laughs> That's the first thing primarily. I hope nobody needs your services, frankly, except those who are giving birth, except those who are giving birth, of course. Uh, but we wish you continued luck. Uh, Rachel Conan, 19 years old, her sister Malky's 18. Uh, they are with MADA, with Magain David Adom, and as you heard, post-high school, they did the national service, and now they are in what is somewhat described as a rarity in Israel, uh, young women, uh, part of the regular Magain David Adom um, emergency runs that take place, obviously, around the clock. Rachel, best to the entire family. Thanks so much for joining us, and congrats on being in the video. Thank you so much. A pleasure. A very, very happy Rosh Chodesh to you and all. Tuesday morning broadcast with plenty more coming up. Keep it here at JM in the AM. A reminder, our uh, our favorites, the Brooklyn Cyclones, they've got the uh, amazing and incredible Jewish Heritage Night. They do it really well, and it's happening this coming Thursday. This coming Thursday, you'll have an opportunity to uh, come out to MCU Park at 7 p.m. and enjoy a great game, a wonderful family atmosphere, and lots of Jewish stuff, which is always cool. It's this coming Thursday. 7 p.m. Go to brooklyncyclones.com, brooklyncyclones.com for all the information. We continue with Benny Friedman. Shama, 
Micha Gammerman on a uh, on a uh, Rosh Chodesh morning. Rock Simcha is the name of that selection. Uh, before that, you heard Diaspora with Hallelujah. Call you Mechaya was Benny Friedman. Rosh Chodesh morning at JM in the AM as we get uh, into the first day of a two-day Rosh Chodesh Elul. 74 degrees, partly cloudy, and a high of 92. Good morning, everybody. Want to remind everyone that the uh, Inbal Hotel is an amazing choice for Thanksgiving week from the 19th through the 26th of um, November. For those of you visiting Israel at that time, for those of you visiting gap year students, etc., it's going to be uh, really an amazing uh, offer from the Inbal. Stay a minimum of three nights, get Thanksgiving dinner that Thursday night absolutely free with all the trimmings, a real feast, plus live music. It's all happening at the Inbal Hotel in Yerushalayim. Check them out. And, of course, when you uh, place your reservation, the free parking, the free Wi-Fi, the free breakfast, the uh, free access to the fitness club and pool, it's all included. Check out the Inbal Hotel online to get your reservations in and get ready to enjoy a Thanksgiving week in Jerusalem. More coming up. Here's Mordechai Ben David. Hallelujah. <laughs> 
JM in the AM. It's Mordechai Ben David wrapping up hour number two. This is America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio around the world on the web at NachomSingle.com. On the NachomSingle Network and, of course, on the beloved NSN app as we continue on a Tuesday Rosh Chodesh here at JM in the AM. I remind everybody that Lenny Solomon, the king of schlock himself, tomorrow morning with a debut Right here at JM in the AM.
Here comes Moshe, talk of the town. He is the best Gabai around. If you're a guest or here for a look at his behest, you won't be mistook. Kohen or Levi, or Yisrael like me, he'll make you feel content and at home, cause he's Gabai of the Shul, keeping things so calm, walking through the gate and you can feel his charm, listens to your tale, quick to refer, offers you some schnapps or a new liquor, glad to make you a new member. Clutch you a deal on the price People who have nothing even get a little good advice Gabai of the shul, see him for your cue He'll tell you when to pick up Torah one or two Demeanor's always fine, never comes late Giving kids their candies is his greatest trait Never any kind of discord Never will he just pretend Always has the keys and makes sure someone locks up in the end. Gabby of the Shul always tells you why. Every passover will help you matzah by. Calls him up for sure, makes him feel great. You should hear him say the prayer for the state. Everybody in the minyan, make sure you've turned off your cell phone. Your sight on for Briss's Hill, make sure to get you from your home. End of the year, cast off your load, return to your roots, Teshuvah's the mode. This time isn't fun, it could be much worse, wants to revive your spirit first. Here you're not forsook, here your soul's alive. The important thing in life is to be Inscribed Finding you a chair Giving you relief If you've got a simcha or you're bent in grief Giving you the source Delivers this and that And it does not matter if you wear a hat Presidents will give him welcome Their pride is that he's on their side Doesn't take advantage Everything he does is filled with pride Torah's very nice Reads the Pasha every Shabbat at least twice Comes without a price Never takes a cut The people get Aliyah's rule is never shut He can fix all kind of devices No halacha that he doesn't know The congregation's pleased And never are deceived This Gabbai never ran a better show Gabbai of the Shul Always tells you why Every Passover he'll help you matzah by Calls him up for sure, makes them feel great. You should hear him say the prayer for the state. Everybody in the minyan knows exactly what they've got. Nobody will tease the thing before they get a little hot. I know it seemed this job would be a cinch, but the Almighty knows this is a partnership. Gabai of the Shul 
sometimes takes the hit, but running God's house is worth every bit. I really love to lane and give out the Moftir. It seems they want to re-elect me every year. We don't do it for the stature. Of this there isn't any doubt. Good deeds are abound. We do it to help everybody out. Doesn't get the compliments, just the scowls. Everybody bless the Gabai. Everybody bless the Rav. Everybody say Amen. Amen. Keep the Gabai very safe. Everybody say Amen for the Gabai of the Shul.
JM in the AM Tuesday, Rosh Chodesh morning. Good morning, all. Uh, comes from Miami. It's the uh, Yerachmiel Begun Miami Boys Choir Selection, Baruch Aleinu. Got by the shul. That was Schlock Rock. Of course, Lenny Solomon joins us tomorrow for a big debut here at JM in the AM. Diaspora at Pischuli. Words from Hallel on this Rosh Chodesh morning. Tuesday morning broadcast. Plenty more coming up. Keep it here at JM in the AM. This Rosh Chodesh Elul. Comes from Beats 2.0. 18 minutes after 8 o'clock. There is a video on YouTube. There is a video on YouTube entitled, Why is the man with Israeli flag being harassed at the free speech rally in Boston. Uh, the recent free speech rally in Boston, which I believe did invite people of all 
backgrounds and people of all political bents and people of all opinions to come and peacefully rally um, when this gentleman um, walked through the crowd, I believe with a Trump cap, I'll ask him in a moment, and with an Israeli flag, he was harassed at this free speech rally. Uh, with us live via telephone is Misha Spitz. He is the attendee we referred to at the Freedom of Speech demonstration in Boston. Was attacked for wearing an Israeli flag. Misha, good morning. Welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning. Thank you for having me. Um, a pleasure. So you uh, you hear about this rally, about this uh, demonstration, this uh, I don't want to say protest. It's supposed to be a peaceful rally. And what are your yes. what are your what are your thoughts? Your thoughts are since everyone has specifically been invited, and I think I saw that uh, in the quote-unquote invitation in the blurb, that everybody from all political bents are you know, able to come and, you know, and to rally for free speech. So your thought was, well, I, I'd like, uh, I, I, I approve of free speech. I'd like to have my voice heard. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, you nailed it right on the head. Um, I actually found out about it when I was in Israel. I was in Israel for the past three months. And around the last few days of the trip, I was with family. And so I would spend around maybe four days in Boston. Um, and then after, I'm actually in Florida right now on vacation with my family. So I thought for these four days, I want to find an event. And I found out about the free speech rally. Um, and I saw that it invited, like you said, conservatives, uh, progressives, classical liberals, and invited everybody on the whole spectrum, while at the same time denouncing any bigotry, any hate, or any affiliation to what happened, unfortunately, in Charlottesville. Um, and specifically, my motto was going was to see Shiva Ayadurai speak, which was the Republican candidate for Senate um, in my state. And like you said, I just wanted to see his platform. I wanted to hear people speak. Um, I did realize that there was going to be counter-protests from another other Facebook kind of events coming up, counter-protests, even though personally I didn't even know that we were doing a protest, um, stop the fascists, things like that. So personally, I thought that there was going to be neo-Nazi and KKK members there, because, um, but never in my... Meaning, um, when you, I'm sorry. meaning when you heard there's going to be a counter-protest, you assumed it would be extreme right-wingers who would be there. Right. So I knew that the rally that I was trying to attend to had no affiliation to them. I thought that they would try and use us as their kind of umbrella shield and show up at the same time. Um, but when I arrived at the event, never in my life did I realize that I was going to be the Nazi, so to speak. Right. So you show up. Am I right that you had a Trump cap on? Yes, I had a Trump cap, a Trump shirt, and then um, around the center, around the middle of the time that I was there, I put on the Israeli flag. Right, and you're draped in the Israeli flag, and just so people have a perspective here, um, if you watch the video, you see just how peacefully you are behaving. You are walking calmly, and you are not opening your mouth. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the only time I opened my mouth was to speak to that reporter. I asked him where the entrance was because... That's how we kind of got into the ruckus with me and my friend, Anthony Moreno, um, who I went to the rally with. We actually went with my, our friend Theo, too, who was a uh, liberal and a progressive. So it shows that we came as a diverse crowd. We wanted to have a forum of discussion. Um, and by trying to get to the bandstand, all the barriers were closed, and the counter-protest people were mobbing it. So it was very hard to get through. Um, and we found ourselves kind of in the middle of them, and then being mobbed and having to be escorted to, to the police next to the bandstand. What was, I don't want to say worse, let's put it this way, would there have been attention called to you with an Israeli flag but without the Trump paraphernalia? You see, that's a very good question. Um, personally, I don't know. 
One thing I could say for certain is that the Trump apparel was more of a provocation than the Israeli flag. What I don't want to say is that the Israeli flag was not a provo- provocation as well, because there were Stars of David in the counter-protest, but I had to yet to see one Israeli flag. There were BDS signs, there were Palestinian flags, um, and usually the Stars of David were juxtaposed with uh, swastika being crossed out, so it was more in the, in the name of anti-fascism than in the name of uh, pro-Zionism or pro-Israel. Um, in fact, some of the people I spoke to who were Jews, um, as well as non-Jews, said that they don't support money being poured into Israel. Um, they see Israel as an occupation apartheid state. So perhaps the flag itself maybe would have given me a few glares, but I don't necessarily think that it would bring anyone onto my side. All right, what's most important, I shouldn't say most important, what might be most interesting to us and to this audience is what the true feelings are of those who are attacking you regarding Israel. I understand what you're saying in terms of the uh, you know the whole occupation thing that they were throwing at you. I get all that, uh, but you know, it, would would we? Is there any way to determine if the majority of the people? And again, I, I assume the majority came from the liberal progressive side. If the majority, mm-hmm. if the majority of them uh, were either parv or possibly even supporters of Israel, or were you getting the feeling that everybody around you had the same attitude toward Israel? I'm the same way I don't want people to generalize me right? Um, for being a Trump supporter, being a Jew. I don't want to generalize anybody. So out of the people that I spoke to, I did not get a pro-Israel standpoint. By no means am I saying that everybody there around me was against it. I actually had one person comment on my Facebook uh, when, I, when I commented the video. I, I posted it, um, and someone commented as a reply that... Um, in the middle of the whole ruckus when people mobbed you, there was a few of us that um, felt guilty about it and felt that it was kind of disgusting and, and, and done in a bad light. Um, I'm not sure if he was specifically referring to maybe because I was wearing an Israeli flag or if I was wearing uh, Trump gear. However, they did show at least some remorse, and I'd actually like to shout out to the Veterans for Peace there, um, as well as the reporters and as well as some people that actually, they were, they were peaceful. They were screaming no violence. Right. Even though, personally, I don't know why you should scream no violence if your side is supposedly nonviolent. Yeah, by the way, um, I, by the way, I was imp- I, I understand your point, but I was impressed with that because, you know, a lot of times the mob mentality does take over and we know how human beings are and the frailty of human beings. I was, I was impressed with that, with those who are trying to, quote-unquote, keep the peace. Yeah, absolutely, and I'm grateful to them because uh, they ended up, the reporters, as well as the people who were um, advocating for no violence, they kind of did a barrier in front of me, and they kind of led me and my friend, and there was actually another man named Jonathan Zoba, who we later met, who was with us. He was wearing an American flag and a Trump hat. And they, they moved us to the barriers, which then we hopped over. Um, and we kind of got, um, uh, we, we met with the police. Um, so if it wasn't for them, I don't know how the situation would have turned out, right. but they most definitely kind of kept the peace. Understood. Well, I'm, uh, I'm not sure what to say. I think that one of the points that a lot of us tried to make, and believe me, I'm not minimizing what happened in Charlottesville, and certainly not endorsing any of the activity, and certainly not the murder that took place, but the, the terrorism that took place. Uh, but I, but I think it's important for us as a Jewish community to remember that on both sides of the political spectrum, uh, obviously we have friends on both sides, but obviously, at least obvious to you, I hope to others as well, uh, we have enemies and those who are ready to uh, to rally and possibly, as you saw, turn violent when the subject of Israel, you know, confronts them. Absolutely, one hundred percent. It was actually, I touched on the subject when I was talking with a reporter from Yahoo. Bef- before I was with the flag, I was just wearing Trump here. And um, 
I said that personally, the event that happened in Charlottesville and the one that's happening in Boston hits very close home to me because my family's from the former Soviet Union. Specifically, my father's from Moldova in a little breakaway region called um, Transnistria. And he would tell me, you know, stories like there was one case where he was walking down the street and someone would come up to him and uh, ask him to take his pants down to see if he's circumcised. Um, so there, there was this overt anti-Semitism, maybe not institutionally, but culturally 100%. Right. And I didn't want to feel that same fear going outside and saying I'm a conservative in a, in a country that my father fled to, as well as saying that I'm pro-Israel. Right. Um, so seeing it, like you said, on both sides, whether it be the far right or the far left, is it's it's uncomfortable for someone that's wasn't born in Boston. It's this is my home. We just need both sides to acknowledge that that both sides have their problems. <laughs> that's one hundred percent. Misha Spitz. If you want to watch the video, go to YouTube. I'm going to give you the exact title, whether it's grammatically correct or not. Uh, this way, you could find it. It's called "Why Is the Man with Israeli Flag Being Harassed at the Free Speech Rally in Boston?" Misha Kolakavod. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Shavuot Tov. Shavuot Tov and Chodesh Tov. More coming up. My name is Nachum Siegel. This is JM in the AM. 27 minutes after 8 o'clock as we continue on this um, Rosh Chodesh Tuesday morning. Um, we'll continue with our friends from Beats 2.0 here at JM in the AM.
JM in the AM, Tuesday on this Rosh Chodesh morning. Hello, hello, how you doing, everybody? JM Rewind is coming up next at 9 o'clock. Those of you who missed the star, remember star visited here at JM in the AM? Those of you who missed star, <laughs> uh, <laughs> make sure, how, how strongly can I say that? Those of you who missed star, <laughs> make sure to be tuned in. Um, make sure to be tuned in. We, uh, what is this? He can't get back to the, oh, there we go. Uh, make sure to be tuned in. We've got, um, a one hour star presentation, including their live music that they did here in studio, uh, coming up, uh, right after JM and the AM. It's part of J- it is JM rewind today. The entire visit is JM rewind today. And you get an opportunity to hear all of it um, uh, coming up right after JM and the AM. So that's JM Rewind with Star, as I like to say. And um, and coming up after that, Album of the Week. Then uh, Avrami's going to sit in for ZK this week with the live lunch. That's coming up uh, between 11 and 1 o'clock, 11 a.m. and 1 p.m. Eastern Time. It's going to be live. Avrami's going to conduct it. So I'll have that for you here. Um, between 11 and 1. I'm trying to think what else I have to tell everybody in terms of our schedule. Tomorrow, Lenny Solomon, the king of Schlock himself, with a brand new music alert. Uh, he's got the uh, debut of something uh, very important. Uh, he's given us that hint. It's an important project, and we get the debut tomorrow morning in the 8 o'clock hour. So make sure to be tuned in uh, tomorrow when the king of Schlock is our guest. Hey, I want to wish a mazel tov to the Kirschenbaum and Kirstein families. Last night, Bossy Kirschenbaum, Usher Kirstein, they were married. Um, happened in uh, Brooklyn, New York. A very, very special mazel tov to Rabbi Mrs. Mordechai Kirschenbaum and Dr. and Mrs. Joshua Kirstein. And an extra special mazel tov to Dr. Kirstein from all of us here at JM in the AM. Amazing fellow, Dr. Kirstein. That is an understatement. And um, we wish a very special Mazel Tov, of course. Tuesday morning, Rosh Chodesh, the one, the only, Ben Sion Schenker. Shall I give up the local? 
J.M. in the A.M., Rachem done by David Gabe, Gershon Varoba had Rebbe Nachman, you heard Pushka with Rogers Park, Ben Sion Schenker and Lacha Esbach, words from Hallel on this Rosh Chodesh morning. J.M. in the A.M., Rosh Chodesh Elul, all the traditional additions for Rosh Chodesh. Tonight we start saying L'David Hashem Ori, tomorrow we'll start blowing shofar, Thursday our Sephardic friends will start with Slichus, we begin Slichus, I believe it is the 17th of September if I'm not mistaken for the Ashkenazi community. Uh, we'll close things out with a song we did earlier. It's a great brand new one from our friend Sandy Shmueli from an album entitled Ani Shar. This is called Atat Sadiq, and you're listening to JM in the AM. Calcola balei nu, a tazzati, calcola balei nu, a tazzati, 
Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world on the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app. Sandy wrapping things up for us from his brand new album. Happy Rosh Chodesh, everybody. Don't forget that the star appearance on JM in the AM uh, which took place a couple of weeks ago, is going to be uh, presented now, starting at 9 a.m. Eastern Time on our network during JM Rewind. That's coming up next. Live lunch with Avrami starting at 11 until 1 o'clock. Avrami in for ZK today, 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. Eastern Time. Live lunch. That'll be happening here at the Nahum Siegel Network. Have a fabulous Rosh Chodesh Tuesday. Till tomorrow, Nahum Siegel reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.